Hello, everyone. Welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. Yay! Like the Halo children. Yes, like when you die in Halo. <laughs> yes, and children clap for you because that's normal. That's realistic. I hope that's how real death is. You know, when oh. you, well, that would be a happy passing. Yeah, it would. Children you know, clapping for yeah, you. Yeah, when people died, and it wouldn't be in jest to your yeah. life being lost. It would be a celebration of your life and crossing over. Yeah. Wow. Children should cheer for you when you die. <laughs> <laughs> well, and on that note, welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. I'm Amy. Sitting next to me, I've got Caleb, my co-host slash partner slash fellow van life dweller. Partner of how long now? Well, in what way? Partner in marriage, legally bound together. (laughs) (laughs) For nine years. We did just celebrate our anniversary. um, And we're still kind of celebrating our anniversary. Or, you know, it's our last day. One more night. One more night. One more night, yes. But we're coming to you live from... An Airbnb slash hotel? I don't it's a know motel. What... Yeah, I guess motel. The name is Timberline Motel, but we booked it like... on Airbnb. Yeah. So I guess. And it's more Airbnb. I don't know. It's honestly the perfect crossover. Like the way you're taken care of is more Airbnb esque, but the vibe, obviously, of the building and the rooms is hotel esque. Except we have like a little suite. We did get a little suite. For Annie. We upgraded for Annie. <laughs> yeah, that was we did. a few days ago. <laughs> yes, but the snow is still falling outside. It has been falling for how long did you say? Oh, it's had to be. I mean, it's, we're probably approaching like 30 hours of just continual flurries. Not always yeah. heavy snowfall, but yeah. And apparently, it's this is when you get your winter in van life, or this is when we get our winter. We get our winter. Yeah, this is when we get our winter. We thought that we don't have a winter by going to Arizona, but no. On May 20th, up here at 10,000 feet elevation in Leadville, Colorado, it decides to dump. I mean, the other night it dumped probably close to a foot of snow. Yeah, I was it was like somewhere six between. to 12 inches. Yeah. Um, and then it has not stopped flurrying since then. It has warmed up, so all the snow on the roads and stuff has melted. But it is, it's like we're still in the snow globe, and it's almost June. Yeah. And well, it's funny because we do try to avoid this. Um, which is why we spend our winters in Arizona, and we almost made it. We, we almost, almost made, it made it with no snow for twelve. Well, I guess we saw some last, like the end of the end of last fall, but it's always like on the very end of fall, like kind of close to the beginning of winter. We'll probably see some snow, and then like the end of spring. Is yeah, when the we end see our of snow. spring. That's when we get our snow. Yeah. So this is very odd. Yeah, it is. We thought we were going to make it all spring with no snow, but alas. so yeah. So if you live on the road and try to avoid staying in cold places during the winter, your winters will happen at very random times, <laughs> like the end of May. Yeah. Yeah. But it worked out because we kind of wanted to get a spot um, for our anniversary. Well, we wanted to do something for our anniversary, and then yeah, the weather kind of like narrowed our options down to let's rent something (laughs) yeah yeah and we were kind of already in that mindset so and it seems to always work out every time there's been a big snow we've already kind of been in the mindset of like 
hey, we should like rent a hotel or an yeah. Airbnb for a few nights. And then we like, as it gets closer, I'm like, okay, now it's saying like there's going to be a foot of snow. Like we're definitely not going to be staying in the van. Nor yeah. are we going to be driving to, this is the hard part because we were, eye- before this week, mm-hmm. we were eyeing either getting a spot around Colorado, but the weather was supposed to be getting cold and snowy, or trying to drive to Moab, which would be kind of our two options right now in terms of like weather differences. If we don't want to be cold in Colorado, we could go to Moab, but Moab is in the 90s. Well, so, with the snow, there was a window in Moab. Like, for like three days. Yes, for like three days where it was going to be like perfect, like 70s and like 40s, you know? Yeah. But it was just such a short window that it didn't feel, I don't know, it didn't feel worth it in a way. And also, I mean, like, yeah, it was going to be better weather, but like it could... I don't know, there's variables, you know, like it could be windy, it could be cloudy, it could... I mean, most of the time, like, based on our experience in the desert, either high desert, Utah, or like Arizona, if there's, you know, consistent days of warm weather, and then you see like three days of, you know, it's Mm -hmm. actually nice weather uh, during the end of spring... It probably means that a cold front is blowing in, which yeah. means there's lots of wind. So I was kind of like anticipating like two out of the three days that Moab was going to be nice weather. It would be like very windy, yeah, very dusty. Um, yeah, we wouldn't be able to do a whole lot, and then just and then we would need to leave ASAP because it was going to because the next day it gets to up 90. to like ninety yeah. something. Yeah, so we went with Plan B, <laughs> got a motel slash Airbnb in Leadville mm-hmm. for the anniversary. And we um, loved it so much, we added on a second night, or added on <laughs> another, another night. night, not a second, yeah. but another. So, yeah, we haven't been in the van in a few nights. So, are we even, like, qualified? And we to... haven't recorded the podcast in a few weeks, so <laughs> we, yeah, so we're rusty on everything. We are a little rusty. So we should talk about Airbnb life. <laughs> yeah. That's what this That's episode should be called. Airbnb life. How to find the best Airbnb. You know what, actually, I do feel like I've gotten, I think both of us have gotten better at like finding the specific kind of airbnb that we want like we definitely have certain things that we look for and a lot of that is based on what we're like coming off of like leaving the van so like you know we want somewhere that has a bathtub it's always that's probably like well as we learned here that's definitely a make or break for us like a bathtub laundry is always great i don't know there's certain things that we look for that i feel like in the past i didn't really like look too much for i'm getting very proficient at finding yeah the airbnbs that fit our budget mm-hmm. and fit our yeah what we want uh typically though i feel i would say that washer and dryers is the first thing that gets left out yeah uh, we have found ones with bathtubs a lot so that's always nice yeah washer and dryer is like it's really nice when they're there but it's not a deal breaker no, but I mean, over the course of almost two years being in the van, and we've stayed pretty consistently um, out of the van, like almost on a month-to-month basis. So I've gotten, you know, you're getting pretty good. You just keep your eye open, you know, what to look for on the Airbnb app. You can find the best deals around mm-hmm. the best times. You're- it also helps that when we're looking for spots, it's typically like not the prime time for people to like be booking airbnbs like typically we'll find one midweek not around the holiday it's just kind of like oh our time to get off the road so there's a lot more available the price points that we're working with are a lot more approachable in that case and then yeah we're typically we can book like three or four nights from like a monday to a thursday because no one's traveling during those days where the price of that airbnb like skyrockets on the weekend so yeah we've been able to find some really good spots over the course of two years and 
um, yeah, it's been cool. And I we found another good one right here. I was going to say, I think this one's going to stay in our Rolodex of, you know, future... Our Pokédex. Our Poke... Is that a Pokemon thing? That's a Pokemon thing. Oh, okay. Pokédex. <laughs> a Pokédex. Is that where, like, all the it's Pokemon like that you've caught? Yeah, or? like you've discovered. Uh, on Pokemon Go. What if well, we... Sp- no, just on Pokemon. Pokemon's oh. the original game. Okay. What about Pokemon Stop? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's when we stop talking about Pokemon. But it has been a minute since we have kind of caught up and, like, really sat down and, like, processed what the last few weeks have been like. Yeah, I mean, the last podcast we recorded together, and then also the last podcast we recorded, we were in Utah? We were in Moab. The one, last one we did together, we were in Hanksville. We had just broken down. Yes. And then after that, we recorded our roundtable with our friends Bryce, Jen, and Sarah, and that one we were in Moab. So yeah, Utah, both times. So we basically had like all of May. Yeah. Yeah. So what, <laughs> excuse me, what have you been doing in May so far, Ames? Oh, goodness. You know? What has May been like for... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just drinking some bubbly. It's giving me some burps, you know? May's been pretty... It's been fun. It it's continues to be fun. Like, I feel like... And we've talked about this in the last few episodes, but I feel like we've just been, like, riding this wave of fun. And, like, in the last few episodes we've recorded, in the last few, like, months and weeks, we've been traveling with some friends. And since then, we have departed each other for the time being. Um, It was mutual. Um, (laughs) I'm just kidding. It was a mutual split. It sounds like someone... When people say something's mutual, it never is. (laughs) That's an office quote. Um, no, we all just had separate plans and we're just going our separate ways for a little while. So like that was super fun. But then even, and even though it was sad to leave everyone and yes, I did cry. Um, it's still, I feel like you and I just have continued that fun wave. It's just you and I now, just you and me now. Just you and me now. (laughs) Yeah. We had a lot of fun with our crew of other van life friends Mm -hmm. that we met down in Arizona and then traveled with through all of Utah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then, yeah have gone our separate ways since May started. Mm -hmm. Um, How has it felt like not traveling with people? Like we did it for almost a solid month and a half. Yeah, Where it's like outside of maybe... straight. I mean, less than like a a handful of nights that Mm -hmm. we didn't stay beside one of our other friends Mm -hmm. and vice versa. We were always um, either, you know, right around them or like meeting up with them in the next night or two. And then staying together for like... 10 weeks. days or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or weeks. So, so yeah, this is the kind of the first time, honestly, since winter. I feel like since we got to Arizona, yeah. we had just been staying around a lot of people, um, had been meeting up with different people, had kind of been in the process of meeting people or meeting up with people or eventually going to meet up with people. And so now since May hit, it's kind of just been, you know, the OG van life. Just mm-hmm. me and you back in Colorado with the dogs at some of our favorite spots. I mean, it's been so refreshing. Like... It's it's both. You were like, really sick of everyone, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, when I said it wasn't mutual, it was on me. I, no, I'm just kidding. No, I wasn't. Like, I wasn't ready for that to end. But I also, like, knew, was still excited. I, like, I like hanging out the four of us, too. Like, I don't know. It's it's so the good. The four of us. As in me, you, and our dogs. Yes. yes. That's the OG van Yes, the so OG van It's such a lovely place to be in when, like, 
you know, what you're experiencing, maybe hanging out with friends and traveling with friends and all that is great and really, really fun. But then also knowing it's going to end. And so you do feel sad about that. But then you're also at the same time still happy and excited because traveling with just the four of us, our van fam is like so fun. And, and I really feel like all of the life and the fun memories and moments and just like joy that those months brought us traveling with our friends. I think that's just carried and like bled it's and woven itself like into our band life now, just back yes. back to the four of us. So. <laughs> well, they're def- I mean, they've definitely left a lasting impact on us. Yeah. Um, and then also they left us with a mountain bike. So <laughs> we did get a new toy. <laughs> yes, we got a new toy. Yes, a good mountain bike this time. Yes, not or if you've been listening, if you're a long time listener, <laughs> you might have heard us talk about getting a mountain bike. Probably this time. It was two February years ago? of 2021 is when we got it. Okay, yeah, and it was a piece of shit. Yeah, and this mountain bike is a lot better. Yeah, and it has been awesome. So they've left us with stuff to do. <laughs> And, Thank you. and just, between that and Stardew, because they yes. introduced us to Stardew too. Yeah. Yes. So all we've been doing is mountain biking <laughs> and playing Stardew Valley. I don't know how. I don't. Have you been feeling like with it just being us? I guess it felt. Has it felt lonely at all? Like, do you do you miss them at all, or like? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like either or. It's like both. You know, I mm-hmm. loved the times that we were traveling together, but it's also felt kind of like a breath of. Like a refreshing oh. breath of the wild. <laughs> oh, good. So while you're it. all with the video game references today, we've been playing a lot of Switch the last few days too, which is great. Um, you got your own Switch too. Yes, we've got we've gotten some <laughs> we've gotten a things. lot of things yeah. this month. Yes, um, but it's also felt kind of like it, it almost it reminds me of the time when we were leaving um, our spot in Arizona that we call our home and mm. it just felt like you know what that I love that time I love that place yeah. I loved everything that happened in all those moments but it just felt like it was time for to move on and that's kind of like been a theme of van life you know you have mm. little windows of whether it's a spot you like or something you like you're doing or getting into or just whether it's like people you've been hanging out with and traveling for a while it's like eventually it just feels like time to kind of end that chapter and move on. Not saying you can't go back and reread that chapter, yeah. you know, or like access that again. But Or create that chapter again in the future. Yeah, you yeah. know, I I loved it. I loved, you know, that I felt like there was always something to do and someone to talk to and mm-hmm. like uh, just a lot of fun. Like we just had, yeah, just a lot of fun. And I think that's continued. It's really just made, kind of brought more of just like the fun back into this kind of nomadic life, which I don't think we really had that going into van life. I think it was just a different time in the world. Um, But our mindset wasn't more of just like, Oh, we're not here to just like have fun in life. It was very different motives. Well, our mindset, (laughs) at least my mindset was like, it was very survival mode. Yeah. I was going to say it was kind of like survival and then just, yeah, just kind of experience the areas we were at rather yeah. than, like, play in the sandbox, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think now kind of going almost in a year or two, and especially after this winter with all of these awesome friends and people we've met, they've left us with a lot of just, like, joy and just, like, ways to, yeah, play mm-hmm. in the areas we're at. So, um, it's felt you know, it's felt good to kind of, like, put some of that, you know, I've, I've been... 
I've been fed off a lot of that, and my cup is full. But now still, it's still full. It's still full. But now yeah. I want to take that cup and like go water the plants around me. You know, with that. What do you want to water the melons or the peppers? Like which? <laughs> well, the peppers water? we have sprinklers for the peppers, oh, so yeah, we okay. do need to water the melons because we're trying to get the giant melon. Yeah, and we can't put the sprinkler there because then it wouldn't be a three by three. So. Right. Yeah. Yes. So you want to plant your melons in a three by three field so that you have opportunity to grow a super melon. Yes, obviously. These are all Stardew Valley references <laughs> for those of you who are lost <laughs> we're not I, actually farming in real life but yet but that's something it felt like now you know it felt like that time has passed and we all had kind of different goals and routes that we wanted to go to and that felt like totally okay you know mm-hmm. like you said you joked about the mutual thing but it was <laughs> it was just like oh this is the end you know yeah. we're, we're closing this chapter we're all going our separate routes we know we're going to be back up at some point but now it's like we've we've all like been we have like a community of energy that we've just been building up between of us, Whoa. between all of us, and like we've all like been, you know, reaped the rewards and off of that. And now it's time to. It's and we like, carry that with us now. Yes, it definitely feels like I've been carrying that, and it's felt good to like carry that and like see how it relates to my self, like on a personal level, without yeah. all the distraction without all the friends are out they're not distractions yeah. <laughs> but you know <laughs> there's just a lot more time and space when it's just yeah us two in the van where yeah. it's like hey i'm gonna go hike by myself when's yeah. the last time you hiked by yourself before mm-hmm. you know this stuff happened and yeah. so we're getting a lot more just kind of like alone time like introspective time which is something i've always been about so um that's been good to yeah take all that energy that all that good energy that we built up from the crew and then be able to like really kind of like analyze it and see how it's affected me on a personal level and like, yeah, enjoy where I'm at. And kind now. of like what you want to do with all that, all that energy now that you <coughs> have within you from those moments. Yes. And I mean, I feel like this is like the perfect reflection of, or the perfect mirror of just life in general. You know, like you go through those seasons where like, you're just filling the cup, filling the cup, filling the memory box, like meeting the people, sharing the experiences, all the things. Mm-hmm. And then the cycle changes and it's all like you're saying, like introspective, like you kind of take walk away with your cup really, really full. And then you I mean, I don't, I don't know what you do at that time, but you know, <laughs> it's like the introspective time and the time to like sit with all of that or to move with all of that on your own like yeah. without without the the interaction and the companionship right there with you in the yeah. physical form i definitely um, like cherished all those times we've had and now i get to like reflect on those and mm-hmm. see how keep on like feeding like i can still access the energy we've built up from all those awesome moments of hanging out alone mm-hmm. so so yeah i it's interesting i guess it's interesting that all that happened when it did, just thinking like season wise. Like that was like winter, spring time when like we were being. Well, I guess it maybe technically it was our fall because we just hit our winter this weekend. <laughs> so maybe that was okay. fall. <laughs> but it's just, you know, you think of the four seasons and I feel like, like, you know, the earth, I feel like just reflects that perfectly. Like summer, it stays light for so long. It's like a very active time. Because there's lots of sunlight for you to do all the things. The weather's typically nice. So you can like, the possibilities and opportunities are endless of things to do. Fall comes, it starts to slowly get a little colder, a little darker. So you kind of like taper off of that. Winter comes, that's like your hibernating, reflecting season. Spring comes around and it's like, starts to roll back towards that active summer, you know. And I feel like 
I'm seeing those season, like those literal seasons, like reflected in our lives now. Yes, it's so crazy. They're just, yeah, I think we just go fall <laughs> to summer to winter to summer. Ours are just a little out of order. They're just a little out of order. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if they cycle exactly in that chronological yeah. order. Yes, but you mentioned this in leaving our friends. We have some new toys. We have a few new toys to play around with now. Yes. We did finally get a good mountain bike. And this is something that you've been wanting for a really long time. I mean, like, I feel like since we moved to Colorado, you've been saying you wanted a mountain bike, yeah? Yeah, definitely since we moved to Colorado. So it's been like five years coming. Five? Really? I don't know. We've almost been in the van. I, I'm rounding, up. I'm rounding up here. <laughs> okay. We were in our house for like two and a half years. And we've been in the van almost two. Two okay, years. Yeah. So rounding up. Okay. We've been in Colorado for like four and a half to five years. Yeah. And yes, I think I've been saying that getting a mountain bike was on my radar for a while. Yes. I remember, I mean, I remember talking about it to people when I worked at Whole Foods uh, mm-hmm. who would come through the line and I could tell that they were, or I asked what they were doing. They were talking about mountain biking or I saw a lady in the sling one time and I asked what happened and she said she was mountain biking. So that, that really, that really, really wanted me to get into mountain biking in the mountains, you know, uh, but I've wanted one for a while and it just felt like, you know, through our relationship with uh, the van friends we met, that opportunity kind of presented itself for this window to like make it happen. And so, yeah, um, we did. We got a mountain bike, and mm-hmm. we have now both been mountain biking. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, One I of get our to... favorite trails that we've like parked around for two years. Yeah, or for two seasons, three yeah. seasons. This is our third season. This is our third mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. That's where it gets gray. We're going into our third summer in the van, but it's only year two. We, really. we haven't even hit year two, or we haven't completed year two okay. yet. Yeah. Um, but Time is weird. Yeah, it is weird. And we've been camped at this area a lot. And mm-hmm. so to finally, we've been hiked the trail probably close to 50 to 100 say, times. I was Who say knows? Close to 100, yeah. Um, so be able, to be able to like mountain bike it, which was always kind of like a, a, a dream because it didn't know like when it would manifest itself. But. Um, Within the last, since May started, we've kind of just been living our Colorado dream. The weather's been great. We've been paddleboarding. We've been mountain biking. Hiking. <laughs> hiking. I just like, like we were talking about this recently, how we have so many more toys now than when we lived in a house. <laughs> and like, it's funny. It's funny to laugh about because like our space is so much smaller, obviously now. So like, yes, carrying on a mountain bike and a paddleboard and the guitar and ukulele uh, and flute and who oh yes we need to bring that back and hula hoop and like just all these like toys and two nintendo switches <laughs> but like it, it kind of sounds crazy when you like if you were to write it on paper like that like when we were in our house we had one we had a road bike that we never that i used all the time and- until we got our scooter until we got the scooter. Yes. And then the scooter trumped the, the bike. <laughs> then I realized, oh, I can just like rev this little yes. thing and I don't have to pedal. And I The can moped be- was our toy <laughs> and his name was Michael. Yes, he was awesome. I do love Michael and I miss Michael. But um, we just have so many more toys now in such a smaller space. And so like on paper, it doesn't make sense. But living, like if you paper aside... It makes so much sense because of where we live now. Like, we are living at the trailheads. We are living that we can bike and hike. We are living on the lakes that we can paddleboard. Like, it's not like a, oh, let's go paddleboarding today. So, we need to block off 
five hours so we can pack the car up and go drive all the way out there and then do the thing and then drive all the way back. Like Yeah, we literally just have the paddleboard like on hand, ready to go whenever you want <laughs> yes. to go paddleboarding. Whether I'm the same that's with the bike. Five in the morning or eleven PM at night, yeah. which is it might still be light out. <laughs> yes. But it's just it's so I kind of I thought maybe that might happen, but I didn't know for sure if it would. Well I just like to go maybe deeper a little bit. That was me diving in the water. Oh yeah, deeper. that's what I thought. Yeah, I got the water <laughs> reference okay. because I've been fishing a lot today. Caught some legendary fish in Stardew Valley again. <laughs> um, but I was saying, I mean, anytime we've lived in a city, we end up just like working mm-hmm. a lot, and so our lives are devolved around working. So like, yeah, you really have to plan those times where and what you like. The times where like free times are come few and far between. They're limited. Feels like. Yes. Yeah. And so and like when you want to do something like maybe like you were saying paddleboard, you have to block out like five hours mm-hmm. and do all that stuff. Where now we've kind of like removed ourselves from that bubble of society, and it feels like the days are just so much more open. <laughs> Especially when like um, since we've been parked in Colorado in May. The sun's been rising before 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. and doesn't set till after 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And we've been pretty much, whether we get up or not, like our eyes are open when the sun, when that first glow has been hitting the top of Mount Elbert. Mm-hmm. Like we've both been witnessing it out our back windows. So like we're pretty much up for so, it feels like the days are so long. You can accomplish so much. They're just like a, a there's so much potential well, of what to out, do. It takes out that middleman, right? Of commuting, of driving. Like it takes out... And the middleman of trying to be connected to the rat race of society. <laughs> Do you feel pretty disconnected from that? Yes. Did you ever feel connected to that? I I mean, I don't connect. I don't want to connect to it from a personal level, but I feel like trapped in it. Or I feel like I'm in it at certain points in my life. Yeah. And definitely in our house in Denver, um, we were in it. You think I so? I think. We were working. We were each working two jobs at one point. Yeah, we were. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It felt... It felt right, like, because we had taken... Yeah, because that's what you do when you live in the city. That's what I'm saying. You get trapped in those habits of, like, oh, I'm living in the city, which rent is ridiculous, so now you have to find (laughs) ways to just make rent so you go home and pay for the space where your bed is. Yeah. And I feel like we've kind of just been able to take ourselves out of that. We've broken that cycle for ourselves to where now it feels like every day, though there's work to be done... Um, and that we're still finding ways to financially work, it feels like there's so much more opportunity of, like, oh, man, I have, like... So many hours today. I can go mountain biking. I can go paddleboarding. We can still play a hundred hours of Stardew Valley in a day. That's that's not actually a, impossible. Not in a day, but we've almost gotten a hundred. We like we played a shit ton of video games yeah. too. We, it feels like we've been doing so much, and there's been day multiple days this past in the past like two weeks. Once again, the mountain bike where we paddleboarded and mountain biked on the same day, and worked out and done yoga, <laughs> and I've edited and. Mm-hmm. And, and played video games. Made food. And made, yes, eat, eat yes. and drink water. I kept myself alive. Yes, thank you, Amy. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so then I have a question for you. Okay. So, like, coming from that, like, rat race type society of living in a city mm-hmm. to where you're at now, the way you live now and your mindset now and how your time is freed up now. <clears throat> Do you ever find yourself like feeling guilty? No. Good. 
I didn't know. I was just asking, like... <laughs> Guilty about not being part of society? No, not about not being part of society, but, like, when you do have all this free time, you know, it's like, oh, I, there's so much I could do today. Like, I could mountain bike, and then I could paddleboard, and then I could edit a little bit, and oh, then I could feel hike. guilty if, like, I don't do any of it? Do you feel guilty, like, that you're not working enough? No. I'm not Good. trying to work enough. I know. No, no, no. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm... I'm just at, like I'm just posing the question because I think that is something that could be a challenge. Is if people like, would feel guilty if you've been if in that not, if you've been uh, in that rat race for so long if you've been doing that for thirty plus years and then you say f it and you just like buy a van and go start living nomadically, like you could start to feel guilty just because that was the way you lived for so long that you yeah. know once you get out there and you have all the free time and you can do all the things, be like oh man, I mean. I already hiked this morning. I can't go paddleboarding. Like I should work. I should do something like that. Um, I try not. Do you to connect get, with that at all? I think I understand it. Yeah. And I, I think one question we've been asked a lot from people. I remember um, specifically when your family came out and mm-hmm. like saw the spot we were parked at, and we're kind of like just getting you know like catching up with them, and they were like, "So what do you do all day <laughs> out here?" They're like, "It felt it almost felt like a little overwhelming." Or there's almost endless stuff to do or absolutely nothing to do. There's <laughs> yeah. like no in between. And I think that coming from like living in a city where it feels like, yeah, any second there's so much stimulation around you. You can go to coffee shops. You can hang out with friends. You can get you can get jobs and work every mm-hmm. single day. And you can then, go shopping. You could go go get a drink here. You could go for a little walk in this park here. Yeah. You can, yeah like in lots. Denver, there was always endless parks to visit that we... Which would, I did love. Uh, endless breweries, endless coffee shops, uh, lots of people to meet and hang mm-hmm. out. I mean, there was just like so much stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, movies, concerts, museums, art galleries. Yeah. Uh, yes. Base sporting events. Mm-hmm. Like, and so once you don't have access to that, I feel like there is initial like, oh shit, like there is nothing to do out here. Mm-hmm. But... Nothing to do is essentially also everything to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't... What was your kind of question? Do I feel guilty mm-hmm. if I don't do it or if I'm not working mm-hmm. or anything? No. Like, I've always... Think that, I mean, not that I don't think you were wrapped up in this rat race mindset, yeah. but just like I think that that is... I think that's a real thing. Like I think leaving that and going out into the wilderness or living this type of lifestyle, like... I think that's an internal battle that could be faced. Yeah, I don't. So yeah, I was never wondering been, if you had if yeah. you had experienced it. Or I've not. never been like a like I don't. I want to break the wheel of like the the whole phrase of like I live to work or I work to live. Like I'm not either of those. Yeah. I live to live. That is yeah. my goal. And yeah, I just. You don't have to work a ton to live. No, I'm not trying to work at home. Like, <laughs> yeah. my life is... Every part of it, I want it to just be, like, life at its purest form. Yeah. Even, like, quote-unquote work, mm-hmm. you know, that I'm still doing, but it doesn't feel like work. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I know what you're saying. Yes. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I do think that could be a hurdle to a lot of people. And yeah. in my ultimate goal of trying to de- deconstruct society that will be one that we'll have to cross because i feel like a lot of people will be caught up in that Mm -hmm. but i also just have never really found like an inner fulfillment based on like the work or accomplishments i do through work Mm -hmm. you know like i've i've found that fulfillment just in getting to inhale and exhale in this moment that's like my ultimate goal is being fulfilled with the moment right here yeah 
And I think, yeah, I think being in the van um, and being living out in these places and being, yeah, further and further removed as we go longer from kind of just like that cycle that you just, like you were saying, you just get stuck in yeah. or you, you just like are a part of. Well, and it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't even feel, it doesn't feel like, it, it feels necessary, I think. Like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't feel like man, this, for a lot of people, I think it doesn't be like, man, this sucks. Like, I'm, I want to get out. I want to get out. Like, people are scared to get out because if you get out, well, it's like, then what like, happens? <laughs> well, it's like you were saying, like, you get, you like have to work to make, to pay for the space that mm-hmm. your bed goes in and then it's just, you get caught in that just So yeah, so then if you stop spiral. working, it's like, I'm not going to have a bed. Yes, I'm not going to exactly. have a house. I'm not going to have... But it doesn't really have to be like that i don't yeah. know and i think yeah there is that initial like fear or like even like guilt like you were saying mm-hmm. of like once you remove yourself it's like oh wait no this is it's kind of ingrained to us like if yes. you're born nowadays born into this um born into our culture it's just like it's part of your dna almost like it's this is the culture this too. is how you as a human works and this is how our human culture works on this earth and mm-hmm. yes it's it's very unsustainable and i think we're finding a very sustainable way of work, life, play, freedom, peace, balance right yeah. now, being in the van. And I think that is what I would like everyone to get to. <laughs> <laughs> no, Maybe. I mean, I it's it's a weird, it is very ingrained whether you want it to be or not. Because I still, even almost two years into this lifestyle, I still feel those ingrained ideals or Mm. ideas and um ways of thinking you know like there will be so like what i asked you like do you ever feel like do you feel the guilt Mm -hmm. i have felt it in the last couple weeks like there was literally a day where it was like one of my favorite days like i woke up and i paddle boarded immediately in the morning on the calm water we hear we hear we (laughs) (laughs) then you know came back to the van worked out made breakfast all that (laughs) <laughs> and then I went and mountain biked for a couple of hours. And then... Sounds like a dope day. I know. By that point, it was like late afternoon and I was just exhausted because all I had done all day was paddleboard, workout, and mountain bike. And so then I just wow. like chilled and like we played some Stardew and like it was just, it was a great day, but I did feel that guilt of like, I haven't done like anything today. Like, <laughs> like quote unquote work. Yes, yes. Wise, you know? That's it's the... funny how those, like all those things that you've done that day, which sounds like the most fulfilled I day, know. can can also be like turned to being like, I haven't felt like I've done anything well, today. Well, that's what, it was such a... that's like that ingrained yes. DNA of like, we were we were born to work and yes. like be a part of that cycle. And, and yeah, we and need it, to and break the wheel. The funny thing is, is like it wasn't even, it wasn't a weekend. Here's another like unconscious or maybe subconscious like part of that layer to it is like if that were on like a saturday or a sunday i don't think i would have had that thought yeah it's mentally like, oh, yeah, it's it saturday. Been like it's sunday <laughs> but no it was like a wednesday or a tuesday and i was like oh man it's like a, it's a work week day like i should have <laughs> which is hilarious too you? because once again i worked in the restaurant industry for, like i didn't i've never yeah. really done a Monday through Friday, nine to five, really. So, like, I don't even, I haven't even lived in that world, really. Mm-hmm. But just because that is such the thing in America, whether you have lived or worked or experienced that or not, it's somehow still in my thinking system. Yes, it's like, I mean, programmed into us. It's very weird. And conditioned culturally into us. And it's very weird, but I do think, and 
especially you know at the further like i said the further we get into van life mm-hmm. almost see year two the further i see like when we come back to like in living towns like how much i'm like removed and how i'm like kind of been erasing the, or like deleting the program mm. of making rewiring that, yeah rewiring reprogramming recoding this this aspect of me where it's like it's okay to not have that just it's almost like uh just like busyness well, i think this it's feeling a- of like needing to be busy and mm-hmm. needing to just like find a cycle to where it's like okay i need to work to pay for where i sleep so that i can work so that i can pay for where i sleep so that i can work so that i can pay for the food i eat so that i can work so that i can get more food to, to stay alive you know yeah. and it's like is that a fulfilling life no it doesn't sound <laughs> fulfilling so then like i guess what what's the fear there if you just drop out of, i'm just trying to like peel back these layers then like what's the fear there if you realize that like wait this isn't fulfilling at all then what stops you from I don't cutting know. off ties? Yeah. I think it. I think for me, it'd be like the fear of losing, like yeah, not having, not having anywhere to sleep, not having any food to eat. You know, like not having off. quote unquote anything to do. You know, <laughs> yeah. I think that yeah. is part of it. But literally, like what I've come to like grasp is having nothing to do means you have everything to do. I literally feel like every day waking up at 6 a.m when i see the sun it's like this day holds holds so much potential i can Mm -hmm. do like i can do anything i can just play guitar all day i can edit all day if Mm -hmm. i wanted to i can mountain bike paddleboard we can just travel wherever we want we can just sit in our couch in the sun all day yes (laughs) and just enjoy like soak up the sun and the vitamin d and and like that i think that is what how life is supposed to be lived i Mm -hmm. think Everyone can still have a place to sleep. Everyone can still have shelter and clothing and food and water living that way. But I think we have gotten so far from that, like we've talked about, that there's a big gap now between living that way without the rat race. Yes. And so that's re- that big gap is really scary. Yeah. I don't know how to I don't know how to bridge it. I think everyone's got to kind of start bridging it individually. Yeah. Within themselves, but But I think that's like, oh, without getting too, like, spiritual here, like, that's... Whoa. The earth and the universe, like, that is what we're here... Like, we're here to be fulfilled and to have fun and to, like, enjoy ourselves and to enjoy the mm-hmm. earth and to enjoy each other. And, like, that's 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 what it is. That's what it's all... That's the meaning of life. I'm yes. just kidding. I don't know the meaning of life, but... <laughs> There but it like, is. Wow, Amy dropped the meaning of life. Enjoy like, each other. Enjoy each other, the earth, and yourself. Like, that's what it is. And, like, for some reason, there's still that guilty voice that can creep in. And I'm trying to, like, re- like I can, I'm at the point now where I can hear it yes. and, like, separate, like, know that that's not my heart speaking. That's, like, the old program speaking. But I'm ready to, like, but it still makes me stop and question. So I'm ready to, like, just shut the door on that. I think you're spot on. I mean, I've been reading the book Inner Engineering by Sahad Guru. <laughs> have again. we ever mentioned that book in this podcast? I think we have. It's It's got to be on my... Man, I almost gave a really poor reference that I didn't want to give, but I don't have a better replacement for it. I was going to say it was on my Mount Rushmore books I've read, um. but I hate that I said that. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it your Mona Lisa of books? Uh, I don't that's know. better. Um, <laughs> your Sistine Chapel. It's like my Chattanooga Aquarium of books. <laughs> uh anyways uh it's a great one and he's talking about he's just talking about how one how 
fulfilled, joyful people are. Yeah. And how, and then the book goes into how to essentially program yourself. So we've been using all this technological <laughs> terminology, but and Sahaguru es- loves technological. Yes. But essentially, engine being able to in, engineer joy in just each and every moment in who you are and how you live your life, and then how that's going to carry over to everything you do that day and everything you think and um so yeah i think that's kind of part of it yeah i think you got it (laughs) (laughs) yeah so all that being said we do get back on the road tomorrow unless you added on another night and didn't tell me because you do that sometimes well if it keeps snowing and it does look like it's the least snowy it's been (laughs) in the last 30 hours there are still flurries going on people out the window there's still some flurries but (laughs) it's supposed to stop yeah um so yeah i guess we'll leave get back on the road tomorrow we've had a nice little stay here yeah nice little anniversary weekend so how are you feeling about getting back getting back out there uh, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready for it, too. Especially if there's not snow. So, that'll be a huge one. But there's been a lot of snow. And our dogs are getting antsy. I think that's the dogs telling us they're, they want some attention. <laughs> yes. So, I think we should go deal with them. But I think there's some more conversations to be had on stuff we talked about here. Yeah. Um... I yeah, know I had a, a few, I had a few more thoughts that I could have gone further with, but okay. we'll have to we'll, we'll have to them. table this and uh, bring it back up later. Okay. So. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks for chatting with thanks me. Thanks for chatting with me. That was a good. That was a good talk. That was a good talk. All right. Are, All right. Just gonna... Are you just gonna? Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. And thank you for listening. Um. I think Jet wants you. to take us out. Jet, you want to take us out? Oh, there it is. All right. I hope you don't have headphones in. <laughs> Damn, I should have warned everyone to turn their volume down. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Oh, oh well. well. Well, rewind it like 30 seconds to turn your volume down. Okay. Thank you for listening. We love you. We'll see you next time. Peace 